Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And Orange Theory Fitness, delivering fitness results for a healthier world. From Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge, we're out to lunch with editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report, Stephanie Regal. It's business Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Aging is a hot topic in America these days, and it's only going to get hotter as the youngest of the baby boomer generation is now almost 60. This is going to mean big changes to our workforce, retirement system, and healthcare delivery system, to name a few. It's also creating all sorts of business opportunities for companies that meet the needs of the aging population, even while creating demand for products and services those people may not even know they need. Joining me today to discuss this is Maria Ianopoulos, Director of Community Relations at Southside Gardens, a retirement community of independent living and assisted living units in the heart of Baton Rouge's South Downs neighborhood. Southside Gardens has been around for 30 years and is unique in part because it is a family-owned business, whereas most retirement communities are parts of big corporate chains. Maria's background is in marketing, which she did in her native New Orleans for more than two decades. Since 2017, however, she's been spreading the word about Southside Gardens and helping shape their message. Maria, it's great to have you here. Thanks so much for being on Out to Lunch. Thank you for having me. With me and Maria at the table is Dr. Todd Howell, co-owner of the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana, which, as its name suggests, is in the business of trying to keep us from aging, or at least from looking like we're aging and feeling like we're aging. The Aesthetic Medicine Institute and Anti-Aging Clinics were founded in 2009 and have locations in Baton Rouge and Lafayette. In the years since, the business has grown exponentially as the global market for aesthetic medicine has increased from more than $10 billion in 2016 to what is expected to be nearly $27 billion by 2024. Todd is an emergency room physician by training who moved into aesthetic medicine more than a decade ago and has since become one of the local pioneers and experts in the field here in Baton Rouge. It's great to have you here, Todd. Thanks for joining us on Out to Lunch. Thank you, Stephanie. Maria, I'm going to start with you because the face of aging is, is changing so much. Tell us who the residents of Southside Gardens are and and how are they different than what we might have thought of as an elderly person when we were growing up? Wow, okay. um, Our residents age, mean mean age, I would say, is about 70, 75. And typically what we see is um, ladies, mostly ladies, a few gentlemen sprinkled here and there, (laughs) Uh, We see a community that is focusing on the generation whose husbands have passed away either suddenly or through a long-term illness. And the fear is that the child, the adult child, is that they don't want their parent to age alone. So they contact our independent living community if they are still in very good health, able to be mobile and independent and able to participate in the activities of the community for some. Others, just they may not be social, but typically that's what we see. How many residents do y'all have? Uh, Currently, I would say we have, uh, in our independent living, we may have about 85. 
and we also have an assistant living. And uh, again, that's a small facility, and currently we have 35. Okay, so just uh, a little over 120. About 110, 20, I would okay, say, total. All together. And as its name implies, independent living are, are like freestanding apartments where people are together in community, but they're on We're their own. We're unique to that in our independent living community. I have to say that it's absolutely charming. We have garden home community, uh, nice. garden homes. We're the only ones in Baton Rouge. Everyone else has like the roof over their head all together. We offer, it is, as I often say to people when I t give them a tour, I personally feel that it's Mayberry. You walk <laughs> around and it's like, bonjour, hello. And the neighbors are out tending to their little gardens that they have there, or they're walking around their property, or they're walking their dogs, and they want to stop and say hello. And you see um, our executive director, Mark, you know, doing the march around the property, making sure everything's okay. You see, May I mean, it's a whole viable small community for senior citizens right in the heart of Baton Rouge and I absolutely find it charming. And that's so lovely because I'm sure people really don't want to feel like they're in an old folks home, right? I mean it's right, it's redefining the way we age. It's completely Redefined. And, and, and Todd, you all also are sort of redefining the way that people age today. And of course, many of your patients are much, much younger than in their 70s. I know y'all are seeing people maybe in the, maybe as young as their 20s and, and 30s, certainly. But tell us about the services that you all offer. And, and are you helping people fight aging or just cope with aging, aging better? Well, you know, you, you, you said that you know, our age, you know, men tend to be, may tend to be towards the younger, but in, in reality, we're seeing um, the whole spectrum of, of, of uh, the aging population. We do see people, you know, as early as in their 20s, and we treat people all the way in, into their 80s. So, you know, because aging is a, is a continuum, aging is a spectrum, and not everybody ages the same way, you know, we have different, a lot of different services that we can offer to people uh, to address the concerns that they're having, whether it is a cosmetic issue, whether it's wrinkles or skin or um, you know, things of that nature, um, nutrition, weight loss. You know, we also, you know, um, address, you know, overall health and wellness, hormone replacement therapy. Um, and then even as of recent as just uh, in the last several weeks, um, we have a, a brand new association with the Cleveland Clinic um, through uh, Quest Diagnostics where we're able to offer um, screening panels where we can analyze a person's blood and actually for the first time be able to have predictors of whether or not someone is going to develop heart disease or whether somebody's going to develop diabetes based on their current lifestyles. So it gives us a snapshot into the future allowing us to make changes today to prevent some of these things. That is fascinating. So this is a you know, far cry from just Botox. Absolutely. Not that there's anything wrong with Botox, but... No, no. We, 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 you know, one of the things that when we first opened, you know, 10 years plus ago was, you know, we wanted to address the individual from the inside out, you know, not just the outside. You know, the whole, we want to take care of all the problems that people have. And, and I know the field of, you know, aesthetic medicine, but also anti-aging is like a growing a growing type of medicine. How did you move from emergency medicine into this? And do you have to go to a lot of training and certification? Or, or you know, is, have you learned as you've gone along? It, it was actually... Both, or both. It, it was actually a very interesting transition. Um, um, my business partner uh, and I were having lunch one day uh, while still 
working in the emergency room, and we started having some discussions as to um, potentially opening a practice which offered more of the wellness side. Um, through further discussions with friends and things like that, we started kind of exploring the cosmetic aspect of it, and the, the two just seemed to be just a natural fit together. It was something that no one else was offering at this time, and that's how the, the kind of the clinic was born. And, you know, I've undergone, you know, uh, exhaustive trainings in, in the different procedures and, and the different substances and things that we use. Um, and uh, in addition to all the, the nutrition counseling and the hormones, um, and it's allowed us to, you know, take, what you, like you said, a very n- new type of medicine and bring it to Baton Rouge. So interesting. Maria, how did you get involved in working in this field at a retirement community? Your background is in marketing. What made you want to start working with Southside? You came from the legal. Oh, yes. I spent 17 long, wonderful years in the legal community. Um, it's Time was right. Uh, one aspect of a job ended, and my dearest friend, who is the executive director of Southside Garden, uh, this is how social media works. I didn't want to post it on there, but I'm like, I'm looking for a job. And I have X years of marketing. And next thing you know, Mark picks up the phone. He's like, "Uh, Maggie Price and I, the owner, would like to meet with you to talk. And it's been fun and games ever since. That's great. And I've actually learned, Mark has taught me a lot because you're dealing with a population aside from the legal, a very gentle population. They're probably a lot more pleasant to deal with day in and day out. Just a little bit. Yes. And and you get to see the aging process actually take place in front of your eyes. And also, you have the chance to start learning about other things in the community and in the nation, in the world, that improves the quality of life of seniors. And it isn't just how it begins with housing, but the medical component the um the i like how you said uh, nurture because we have a chef and a nutrition and um, our chef prepares meals that help with that nutrition of aging seniors that's great and take that into consideration so it is truly a holistic approach it isn't just senior housing right right And there's so much more that we know today than we used to about, for instance, the nutritional needs of people as they age or or what have you. Now, do you know if your clients would go to the anti-aging clinics or, I mean, you know, everything begins with education. And if we do presentations for them and educate them, and we do this with a lot of our programs, we bring in education. That's part of one of my aspects of my job. And it is to educate the seniors of what is available out there and why is it good for them you know and we do that for for uh, various for uh, health we do it for Alzheimer's and we're getting ready to do a wonderful program which I want to talk about in a little bit but it is all about bringing in the individuals the companies the businesses and formulating a presentation for them that benefits them and a lot of this particular population is going to have doubts only because they see on TV the Botox, the this, the that, and they're like, that's not for me. But if they understand that it increases their quality of life and how, 
like you said, hormones, those kind of things, that's where you see do an you, interest. Do you, is there a particular um, patient profile that you all have, Todd, or it, I mean, it really runs the gamut? Uh, oh, it, it, it runs the full gamut, you know. Um, um, and like she said, you know, we've had people of all ages that come in and you talk to them and you say, you make recommendations. They go, well, you know, yeah, you're talking about Botox, but that's not for me. I'm more interested in, you know, doing things a different way. And, you know, I come from an education background. You know, I was part of the faculty um, at the uh, LSU Department of Emergency Medicine um, when Earl K. Long was still around. So I love teaching and I love educating. And that is a big part of our practice is that it's not just when people come in to get things done. It's explain to them why they need to do it, what the benefits are of doing it, why doing it a different way is going to be better for you than the way that you're doing it now. Um, you know, a good example of that is just is just looking at supplements. You know, uh, you know, not all supplements are are you know made equal. Right. Um, the vast majority of supplements on the market are really just they're 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 kind of poor. You know, they don't they don't actually make it into the bloodstream and, and give people the 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 different vitamins and minerals. You know that yeah you know, they're supposed to be you know getting kind of ends up back in the toilet. Right. Um, so, you know, we spend a lot of time educating people on the importance of, you know, not just taking a multivitamin, but taking a multivitamin that's going to work, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, uh, and, and, and actually, you know, like I said, spending the time so that they, they truly understand and they can be a part of their, their health care, you know, because so much time over the, you know, is spent these days on, you know, treating the, the, the problem that's created by the disease, you know, and not as much time spending actually trying to prevent the disease in the first place. And that's kind of more of what our model is, is actually kind of Is going that what the things. younger people are coming for? Or, I mean, we did a story in the business report about, you know, 30-year-olds now that are getting supplement, uh, you know, Botox and fillers because they, they don't want to ever look like they're, <laughs> which, which increases the competition out there for sure. But We hear that a lot these days, is that that is becoming a, a very popular um, uh, way of thinking among the younger population is now they've they've learned that prevention. You know they they all saying you know an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And, and with cosmetics that is is more true than than you can imagine. And a lot of them are starting to buy into that. They they want to come in and get Botox done early. They want to come in and, and get on skincare early, um, and good sunscreens and things like that, and prevent the damage to the skin and the aging of the skin that they're you know, mothers and grandmothers have had to deal with so that they don't need as much done in the future. Can you do fillers and Botox indefinitely? Uh, or um, does it ever start to not be effective any longer? Um, you know, as far as I've seen, you know, in, in, my, in my length of time doing this, I mean, I've never seen um, anything that sort of um, kind of phases itself out, if you will. Um, you hear stories about people, you know, you know, having problems, but I've yet to see it. Yeah. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking with Dr. Todd Howell of the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana and Maria Ianopoulos of Southside Gardens. We'll be right back after this very short break. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Dr. Todd Howell of the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana 
and Maria Ianopoulos of Southside Gardens. I know there's a lot of competition out there, and, and especially as the market grows in, in both of y'all's respective fields. Maria, who is, do Southside Gardens have a direct competitor in the Baton Rouge market? And yes, we do. We do, yes, we, uh, constantly, and especially as this population, as our baby boomers are aging. Yes. Just in You're the past seeing... few years, there have been several places that have gone up. Yes, it's uh, it, they're building based on predictions here, and um, and really, we're not going to see a market saturation to where all these places are going to be filled till about we believe twenty twenty five, okay, of twenty twenty six. When you start seeing that these facilities are going to start being. Uh, filled to their capacity. Um, we've always had competition because we've been here 30 years, going on to 31. Wow. Uh, competition is our middle name. We're okay with that. We, we understand competition and healthy competition, but we take pride in offering the most compassionate care. I have to say that working and being at Southside Gardens, we just celebrated several employees who've been there since the first day the doors opened that's great 30 years of employment and this day and age it's next to it's remarkable of course it shows you the culture mm -hmm. of Southside Gardens and how it's family it's our tagline is the next place to home the next best place to home and it's obvious. Right, right. We right. have residents there who've lived there 17 years, 20 years. So 20. how do you market? I mean, do you all use social media? Do you use traditional media? Do you need to market or does its reputation sort of... Oh, we need so, to market. You uh, we got competition. <laughs> we need to stay on top of mind. Marketing, of course, social media, Facebook is the most cost-effective approach for us to market as it is for any business. Um, all that also, like you, I believe community education is the key to getting out there. And I'm very excited to offer this to the community of Baton Rouge that our partner, um, we are going to we are offering a dimension tour. It's a virtual tour for dementia, so that people can understand what it's like when their loved one uh, develops the symptoms. A virtual dementia tour. Yes, this is a trademarked. Um, program by Second Dreams organization. They're bringing it to Baton Rouge through Apex Home Health. I don't know if you perhaps... The Home Health Company, you know. okay. Yes, and they offered it to Southside Gardens to come and do this uh, presentation, and we're having it on Wednesday, February 5th. From, uh, it's open to the public from 2 to 6 p.m., and you will come in and you will experience, you will be putting on goggles and headphones and uh, things to where you will actually experience directives being told to you and, and create the empathy for someone who lives on the onset or the middle part of dementia. Wow, that's very and interesting. It is I'm very proud of Southside Gardens because we are going to be also uh, be able to be providing um, compassionate uh, memory care as a result from this training. Our CNAs will be trained. I'm opening it up to everyone in the community, including our independent community, to come and see just to get a better appreciation of what it's like to have your loved one 
um, who you, you say, Mom, you know, please bring me the pen, and Mom brings everything else but the pen. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right. But it's a simple directive, but you don't know what's going on. So this was developed and has been approved by medical professionals as the way of simulating dementia. Really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. Todd, how do you all market and, and advertise? I know you all have so many. I, mean, I see your billboards and, and bus uh, we've, benches. And we've, we've taken advantage over the years of, of just about every format um, uh, that's been out there. Um, you know, and we are constantly adapting and changing uh, you know, with the time. Um, you know, when we first started 10 years ago, social media was sort of just kind of gaining traction. Um, so our, our focus at that time was a lot of, you know, radio and print. Um, now, uh, as times have changed, you know, we're starting to kind of, you know, adapt and, and, and make more of a focus towards social media, um, which has a, a tremendous you know, impact. I mean, it's, it's instant. Uh, you know, we, and we see it every day when we make Facebook posts that, the, you know, um, you know, talking about a particular procedure or a particular special, the the phones, you know, within minutes, the phones sure. will start ringing off the hook. So, and I, and I think the thing that's probably interesting is, it, you know, twenty or thirty years ago, right? Somebody would hide the fact that they had had a facelift or something, and now it's very socially acceptable, right? And people talk about it; they're proud of it. And I think that's removed some of the stigma, even with men who come in for and, and, and the brotox, right? And that's right? a very that's a very good point. You know, that was that's one of the the very unique things. Um, uh, once again, about our practice, you know, and the way we designed it was um, you know, was the incorporation of men into the practice. Um, you know, we go to national conferences routinely, and we have people come up to us all the time and ask us, you know, you know, what's the secret? What's the trick? You know, how do you get the guys to come in and do Botox? How do you get the guys to come in and, you know, well, how are you doing it? You know, um, because it, it, you know, because of the stigma um, and the questions, that, you know, and just the fear that men have that, oh, if I get that done, I'm going I'm to look feminine. Um, <laughs> you know, um, you know, we spend, like I said, we spend a, a large amount of time educating, you know, uh, and coercing sometimes um, to get them to just to try it. And once they tried and they realized, you know, hey, it made me look better. It didn't make me look like my wife. Um, <laughs> um, you know, this is, you know, this is something, you know, this is something cool. Um, it's so. so interesting. What about the financial model? Is there, does insurance cover anything any of these services, or is this really only for the the, the well-to-do? I mean, I know insurance doesn't cover fillers, it's a, it's, but it's a hybrid. You know, we don't we don't take insurance at our practice, um, uh, but you know, typically cosmetic procedures, um, insurance companies very rarely you know reimburse for. But a lot of the health and the wellness and the other things, the blood work and some of the other things that we do, hormones, um, they do reimburse for. And, and it is expensive. I mean, it's, it, it's it depends, you know, I mean, it's the, uh, you know, everything. It's a relative. It is rel a relative. Expensive is a relative term. I suppose. Absolutely. But Maria, what about at Southside Gardens? Um, I mean, is there any sort of, is it's all private pay? I mean, you yes. pay rent, right? And so it's yes. only a certain demographic that's going to be able to afford it. That is correct. Yes, we are private pay and we'll continue being private pay. Um, uh, there's, there are other facilities out there that accept Medicaid. Um, we do not. Yeah. Um, 
Our pricing, though, is very competitive at, at Southside Gardens, both with our independent living pricing. We begin at 2000 150 for a one bedroom that is going to include two meals per day. It's going to include light housekeeping weekly. Um, it's going to include linen service weekly. It includes your activities, your cable, and your water is paid for. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. We are extremely competitive. And the location is And the location, ideal. you're in the heart of yeah. Baton Rouge, Great close location. to LSU. And then our assisted living begins at 4000 Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. What about, Todd, I'm interested because I know y'all are in, in Baton Rouge, sort of in the heart of Baton Rouge in a beautiful new building. Thank you. Um, also in Lafayette. Are there any differences that you see between the two markets? I mean, I know the cultures of the cities are different. And, and, but and, and that actually, the, the culture kind of dictates the, the, the services. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, what you, if you want to call just sort of, standard things that people do you know people are always going to do botox and people are always going to kind of do fillers and things like that but uh um how people perceive themselves and and more i guess more importantly how they want others to perceive them um tends to be one of the greatest you know differences between baton rouge and lafayette really yeah um lafayette has more i kind of just they just uh, I think they're more important how others see them. And Baton Rouge tends to be more about how they view themselves huh. and how they feel. So That's sort of an interesting observation. Well, you know, when you look at the numbers, the, the aging population is just going to explode in the, next, in the next couple of decades. And it's really incredible to think about how we're going to deal with this as a society. What do you all see really on the horizon? How is this going to change your business and, and what you're doing now? Like, what are your predictions for the way things will change in the next few years. My thoughts just from observation and from a marketing perspective, I'm looking at two different things here at almost at the same time. I'm seeing that there is a need to have a daycare kind of a program, which we have been contemplating at Southside Gardens. We've been getting phone calls about them. And then moving into the independent living, there may be a little bit of a change for them because assisted living is going to be really the focus because what I'm seeing and the market trends is that you're seeing the children, the adult children being sandwiched, yeah, okay? Yeah. And we've got the, our kids who are still either starting college or in high school still and all that, and you have the aging parent. The aging parent needs help but is not ready to move into independent living. So you kind of need to offer some kind of a hybrid. From there, seeing that the next jump is for the uh, children, who, adult children who come to us, is that dad is 90, mom is 90, yeah. And we need assisted living. So they have lived independently until there has been, in their own home, until there's been a fall or some event. Right. So I'm starting to see that the community is waving in mm -hmm. and out as we remain healthier. Yeah. People want to stay in their home longer. I know that it, it, we start off at 55, right? Um Southside Mark and I, are, yes, Mark and I, uh, the executive director, we're both uh, 56, and uh, we don't think that we are anywhere near ready <laughs> right. for that. But the generation before us was. 
That's so interesting. So yeah. we're seeing a major change, and we are, we are going to adapt to it to serve the needs of seniors, but it is in works. Yeah. It's a progress. Sure. And Todd, what do you see? I mean, as your industry continues to evolve. I think the biggest change gonna, for us is going to be you know, not the fact that there are more elderly, but I think it's going to be that there's going to be more educated elderly. Um, you know, uh, we're, like you kind of brought up earlier about just um, stigmas and things like that um, and a level of acceptance of some of these things. Um, you know, a generation ago, like you said, you know, no one would ever have con- considered doing any of these things, let alone, you know, if they got something done, ever sharing it with anybody. Um, you know, now people are becoming a lot more educated about what's available to them. They realize that they don't, you know, they don't have to grow old gracefully, um, you know, that they can actually do some things to kind of fight back at the aging process if that's something that they choose to do. Well, Todd Howell and Maria Ianopoulos, you both are doing such great work in an area that is only going to grow as our population continues to age. And it's great to hear you're bringing so many fresh ideas and concepts to aging, helping us cope, helping us age more gracefully, and helping us redefine really what aging means. So thank you so much for taking time to join me today on Out to Lunch. Thank you. Thank you very much. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Dr. Todd Howell of the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana and Maria Ianopoulos of Southside Gardens. You can find out more about the Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana and Southside Gardens by going to the links on our website, itsbatonrouge.la. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti, and our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino, Dave Winwood, and Ann Edelman. Today's show was engineered by Colin Peden. We edited this show to fit into the time slot here on WRKF. You can hear our unedited conversation and find out more about Dr. Todd Howell of the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics and Maria Ianopoulos of Southside Gardens by listening to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, itsbatonrouge.la. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table at Mansur's for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by... Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas, and Orange Theory Fitness, delivering fitness results for a healthier world.